Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series, which features the latest insights and perspectives from our faculty. Regional trade agreements have gained momentum since the 1990s. According to some studies, the average member of the World Trade Organization had agreements with more than 15 countries in 2010, a marked increase from just two in 1990. The cumulative number of regional trade agreements in force rose from less than 30 in 1990 to more than 260 in 2014. There are indications that this trend will continue. Whether these agreements lead to the convergence of the living standards among member states is a popular issue for economists and policy makers. In this podcast, Assistant Professor Zhang Haiping of SMU School of Economics shares with us a model he has developed to explain the impact of trade integration on global imbalances, as well as income divergence in developed and developing countries. Professor, can you share with us the reasons for undertaking this research? Recently, uh, there has been a very dramatic change of the international trade as well as international production network. So international production fragmentation leads to the complex cross-border flow of goods, investment, service, and intellectual property rights. And this is what we call supply chain trade. This is different from the conventional trade in final goods. And uh, the supply trade has been important among advanced economies since World War II. And since 1980s, this supply chain trade has incorporated more and more emerging economy. And the North-South trade in terms of intermediate goods and north-south trade production sharing actually blossomed. And uh, this has fundamentally changed the way that international commerce is conducted and also influenced the policymakers' priority in international trade negotiation. And my current research actually addresses the global imbalance in the context of supply chain trade. So far, I have got some interesting results which could have uh, profound policy implications. You have developed a model to explain the impact of trade integration on global imbalances and income divergence. What were your key findings? So global imbalance basically refers to a recent phenomenon that the financial capital has been flowing uphill from the poor to the rich country, and uh, which is in stark contrast to the standard neoclassical theory. And in the literature, economists argue that cross-country difference in financial development could help reconcile this kind of puzzling facts. And more recently, economists also discovered that free trade actually helped ameliorate or even eliminate global imbalance. And this finding actually has been published on very influential academic journals and actually uh, leads to enormous policy debate. And my current research actually look at this uh, issue from a different angle in particular in the context of supply chain trade. So in particular, if you look at if free trade leads to the full specialization of advanced economy in this high return production stages, the global imbalance could even be amplified rather than eliminated. So this finding actually is inconsistent with the recent parallel development of trade and financial globalization in the sense that as supply chain trade blossomed, current count imbalance across different countries also widening. What are some of the policy implications from this research? So in fact, in my research, uh, the level of financial development play a very important role. And in practice, if you look around, um, you find out some industrial activities 
or some production stages involves a lot of uh, minimal investment requirement. And in, if the financial market are not well developed, the investment in this activity will be inefficiently too low. As a result, this activity will be less competitive. And uh, if you look at other activities, for example, R&D research development, marketing, branding, those kind of activities are involved with intangible investment, which are even harder to get external financing from the financial market. So if you look at advanced economies, for example, the United States, UK, these countries actually have relatively well-developed stock market. We can provide better external financing for this intangible investment. Therefore, the intangible investment in these activities are more productive and uh, these sectors become more competitive. So this way, financial development in my model can become a determinant of comparative advantage for a country. So more advanced economies, they are more competitive in those intangible, the sectors which require intangible investment. So what I find is in this research is that not only the level of financial development determines the comparative advantage of a country, but also determines the position that a country in the supply chain. The more financial developed, the higher the position, the country in the supply chain. This country can specialize more in the sector or in the activity which has higher value added. So based on your research, for a developing country to climb up the value chain, they will have to, among other things, develop its financial sector? In fact, this is indeed the one of the major policy implications of my paper. So a country should promote the level of financial development if they want to benefit from the gains of trade liberalization or financial liberalization. What does your research findings portend for the various free trade agreements which Singapore has signed? A very famous uh, trade economist, Richard Baldwin, he argues that in the 20th century, trade negotiation, it was mainly about a tariff and non-tariff reduction. While in the 21st century, trade negotiation has much broader scope covering trade investment service, intellectual property right protection, and in this new era, improving institutional setting, rather than promoting the conventional productive factors, will play much more important role in attracting foreign investment, creating jobs opportunities, and generating economic growth. Thank you, Professor. Thank you.